All right, so I'm gonna start this episode off by applying some of my Persian Night Beard Oil from the Esteep Beard Company. So you will be hearing from Frankie today and really his mission of serving the bearded professional and how being a veteran, but not only a veteran and veteran entrepreneur has really opened his eyes up to the host of different resources that can be locally, that can be online, that can be, you know, really in our midst if we really take advantage. But he recognized that it may not always be the easiest to find and take advantage of. So he prides himself on being able to provide other veteran entrepreneurs like himself with these resources and with these kind of plugins and with places to start and places to go. So with that, though, he also attributes the success of a steep beard company to his family, his wife, and his three children. His three children really play a crucial role because, you know, their excitement really gears everything. And while sometimes Frankie has to take a step back from certain elements of the business, he does not let that deter him from making sure that the foundation continues to build and continues to grow. So without further ado, I definitely want my fellas to take advantage of this product, definitely tap in, because as you can see, it's not only good for the beard, but it's good for the skin, good for the hair, just in general. So enjoy episode 115 of Family Brand. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. Man, I'm sitting down with a really good dude today, man. I'm sitting down with somebody who I actually had the pleasure of meeting at my job. So big shout out to WeWork, man. Definitely has been a place where I have been able to make an array of different connections in different industries, different people, different walks of life, different places. Even they have been going on to give me different connections via word of mouth, via just social media, everything like that. So Frankie, man, Frankie was actually somebody who I met through Aaron Caldwell through Bunker Labs. Big shout out to Aaron, man. He was actually somebody who joined the podcast um, about a series and a half ago. Um, definitely came on here and talked about everything that he's doing. One, just as a veteran entrepreneur and everything like that, but was also very, Aaron is somebody who is very resourceful. He will plug you in. He will help you out. He will you he will shout your name to the heavens for as much as he can as long as he can make everything happen either way so um, I was very happy you know what I actually met Frankie when he was actually getting inducted into the bunker labs cohort so met him beforehand he actually left his laptop charger we held him <laughs> to it for a little bit that's a throwback for him um then he came but he was somebody who originally I, I really hit it off with. we really just you know we politically talked I was able to give him an intro to what we had going on here and then he was able to tell me a, a lot of what he had going on even after the bunker lab ceremony so I was very impressed not only by his business but just by his presentation, just everything from what he actually offers to the quality of the product. So he actually then ended up gifting me a product that I still use to this day. So big shout out to you for that, Frankie. Thank you. And I definitely do love it. I should have actually had it sitting right beside me. It would have been timely, but I forgot today. So, but nonetheless, you are definitely doing great work. I'm definitely excited for my followers, for everybody, my listeners, audience, everything to be able to tap in with you. So how's everything? How you doing, man? Ah, everything. That's always a big question. I love when I ask people, hey, so so how's everything? <laughs> I expect them to tell me it all, tell me everything in, in, in five minutes. Uh, things are going well, just busy, uh, busy, busy, and, but busy is a good thing. Um, so uh, yeah, busy with fam, busy with full-time work and busy trying to uh, steadily grow this business, which has been um, fun, um, exciting, outstanding. Love, love entrepreneurship, love entrepreneurship, busy. Things have been busy. 
good. Busy, like you said, busy is good, though. Definitely keeps us on our toes. Definitely keeps the ball rolling. So I know that once this interview is released, even right now, you know, we're going to have people tuning in who are going to be from my side, some people from your side, some people far and in between. So can you, one, just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then can you, two, just tell us what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today? You got it. Um, so the I guess the long and short of it, right, is is uh, Frankie uh, Frankie Valley, as as you mentioned, uh, with a steep beard company, where our goal is to help the bearded professional to soothe the beard and soothe the soul. So we do that by uh, uh, creating men's grooming products that uh, use all natural ingredients, one hundred percent all natural. Uh, we're like seventy five percent organic, and and I know I've talked to a few people this weekend. Seventy five percent is not one hundred percent, so it may as well be zero. But we're getting close, um, uh, actually in talks with manufacturers right now, a couple of different manufacturers to try to find one who might be able to help us achieve that goal. But uh, all natural products um, using only essential oils for the uh, scent profiles uh, for the aromatherapeutic value uh, to help keep the bearded professional looking and feeling their best. All right. So that's our long and short. Right now. So look, y'all heard him. Kept it long, kept it short, sweet, to the point. But as you can see, for the people that are looking for the visuals and everything, Frankie has the full beard, as I, as y'all, you know. So I, I think that what he's promoting, I think that what we're tuning into to see, I think, you know, he can he can be a, a living example. He can be some proof for, he can be, you know, you can't, he couldn't get up there selling his product and, and talking to you about that, but look like me, you know. But keep in mind, I am working on it. I do get haircuts. We do have to reset here and there. So we're, we're making it happen. I'm, I'm fine. It, it comes. It all comes. It comes. My bearded professionalism in all of this. So no, the few things that kind of stuck out to me in the very beginning. So you said that you basically only use essential oils. Now, with the reasoning behind that, so I know you said the aromatherapy, the aromatherapeutic profile. Is mm -hmm. that the main reason why do you do you see that essential oils prove to be a greater benefit when it comes to like hair growth specifically on the, the face and everything like that? Why did you pick essential oils as the kind of the base for everything that you do with the steep? Right. So uh, good question. And and ultimately, yeah, the, the aromatherapeutic value. So there are a lot of good companies out there. Um, you know, I got into the business myself, more of a, a passion of love, right? It was more, uh, I was exploring, kind of just playing with a few things and uh, for myself. So strictly for myself, never, never thought about um, uh, doing anything with it. But, um, you know, a lot of great companies out there. Um, uh, I'm a veteran. Uh, I, th I think you already mentioned that army veteran, five years of, of service. And um, I, um, I uh, always started, I always let my beard grow out. Um, but uh, I, I always got to a point where it, it started to look um, just unkempt, um, uh, didn't look good. Didn't look very professional. I've worked in a lot of prof professional capacities. And so I needed to look well-groomed. And so it'd get to a point, maybe two, three months worth of growth. And then I'd have the barber knock it down and then grow it back out. Uh, beginning of COVID short, actually shortly before COVID, uh, fully, uh, came in, a, came in effect. I, um, started letting, letting it grow back out. And, and, um, uh, I, I work full-time, um, uh, for the VA and, um, uh, I was doing a telehealth appointment with a veteran. He's like, Oh, Frankie, you're letting your beard grow out. Uh, do you use beard oil? And I'm like, come again, beard oil, right? Didn't have any idea. Didn't have a clue what beard oil was. And so um, he kind of turned me on a beard oil. I went online, looked, looked some stuff up. 
uh, bought a, a, um, uh, a kit, right, that had beard oil, a, a brush, comb, uh, and, and a few other items in it to, to give, it, give it a try. I didn't know any better, right? I'm, I'm using it and, and my beard's still feeling, you know, uh, a little dried out. I didn't know what was going on. Talked to another buddy, turned me on to some podcast or YouTubers, uh, content creators, started watching videos, got turned on to a, a whole new world, right? Um, started uh, buying products from other companies. Um, and like I said, there are a lot of good companies out there for sure. Um, the, the, the issue I was having though, and great ingredients as well. Uh, but the issue I was having was that a lot of the companies use, um, uh, fragrance oils, uh, for their scent profiles. And, um, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with us with fragrance oils. They're not going to damage your skin. They're not going to damage your hair. But for me, it was like putting cologne in my, in my beard, like in my mustache. And it was just too strong. As it is, I don't use a lot of fragrance, right? Um, one of my favorite of my own products is uh, the smoky cedar, right? It's a strong smoky cedar scent. It smells like uh, the morning after um, a campfire, right? That next morning, uh, love it. And um, but so the difference between the essential oil and the fragrance oils is the fragrance oils are artificial, uh, and they they last. They will last all all day. The scent. Um, so they last a lot longer, but that was one of the drawbacks for me, right? Is that cologne smell in my face all day. Uh, I'd have to wash it out. I'd ultimately have to wash it out. I hadn't figured out yet, right? A tip to those that do like the fragrance oils um, uh, is that you can cut it, right? Mix it with a little bit of uh, an unscented oil or just a straight carrier oil it'll dilute it some and the smell will will reduce some. So maybe you can tolerate it. I didn't think about that early on. Uh, at the beginning, it was just, man, I have to find sense. So I just use unscented. Um, found one company that I really liked and was buying their unscented blend and thought, let me play with this some. So as I did, um, I decided to move, uh, use only essential oils. One, because of that fragrance issue for me, that was an issue for me. Um, decided to use essential oils and um and that was that was pretty much all she wrote right i'm a licensed mental health counselor that's my background i've, I've been licensed here in the state of florida since 2012 i was in private practice for a period of time uh opened a treatment center uh with uh some individuals i brought on uh investors and we opened a full-blown treatment program treatment center here in tampa and um, that I ultimately moved away from and, and took a full-time job with the VA. But uh, aromatherapy was big, right? I, I was aware of the benefits of aromatherapy. Um, I, I worked with a lot of holistic practitioners, right? I'm not a, a huge fan of the medical model. Um, so in, in my practice, as I was building up, I worked with a lot of holistic folks, right? I had an acupuncturist coming into the office, uh, uh, yoga, uh, yoga instructor, um, a chiropractor, um, a nutritionist, right? Dietitian. Um, so I, I looked at, at the holistic approach and working with folks in aromatherapy. I was educated even more on aromatherapy by a number of those individuals. And so I always had diffusers going on in every room um, and, uh, and, and saw a difference, not just for myself, uh, the experience myself, but uh, feedback I got from, from clients and, and from other staff members and, um, so ultimately I wanted to, you can't just walk away from it, right? By the time I left the business, to be honest, I was a little, I was getting a little burned out anyway, right? Um, but the truth is, is it's almost like, I'm, I'm also a kid that was born and raised in the projects, right? 
I was born and raised in the hood. And they always say like, uh, what they say, you can take the, the boy out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the boy. Right. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a therapist. Right. Um, so despite the fact that I'm not working in a therapeutic role right now, um, those skill sets are still the knowledge, the experience, the skill sets are still there. And so I wanted to incorporate that somehow into uh, this business model as I, as, it, as I started developing it as a business model. At the beginning, again, it was just for me. I just wanted to uh, see what I could come up with. I love being creative, uh, building things, developing things. Uh, I have a cousin who owns a barbershop here in Brandon, not too far from me, uh, Juan Rivero uh, over at... Uh, at uh oh my goodness um at uh the blind shearsman right uh, he he's gonna kill me when he sees this and and see but that's what happens when you're on the spot um the blind shearsman barbershop or grooming dojo here in Brandon and uh, actually the first product I made was a beard balm uh beard butter and he loved it and and uh, he asked if I'd be willing to make some for him to sell in, at the shop and. I said, you know what? Hold that thought, right? Reached out to the SBDC, uh, started, got started with them. Uh, a buddy of mine uh, got me connected with an entrepreneurship uh, program over at Amrock in Tampa. Uh, Inquinent is the name of the program. Um, and, uh, and, and that just got the ball rolling, right? So um, started getting some solid feedback. Again, I wasn't new to business, but had never been involved in a business like this. So as it was, I was figuring it out, you know, as I'm I'm going through it in, in the treatment program. Um, but um with this business was started looking for support and 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 hence now I'm in I'm involved with Bunker Labs. That's been a tremendous support. Um Aaron Caldwell, amazing individual. Um, you know, like you're saying, willing the, the, the man will take his the shirt off his back and and give it to you. I've I've heard that saying used a, a number of times, but yeah, just good people. I've been connected with a lot of good people in Bunker Labs, um, the Strive program over at HEC. All right, now, now I'm just kind of rambling, but um, you know the, the the background with the mental health, um, I really wanted to incorporate that, and so I'm still developing that piece of the model, how to best um, move forward with um, being able to educate men on uh, the importance of of mental health, of uh, good mental health practicing. Uh, skills to help them develop in their mental health. And so I'm still working on ways to do that. Um, so it's, it's a work in progress right now. And I think that, you know, well, one thing, no, that to me, that's not rambling. To me, that's your story. Everybody has a unique journey. Everybody has a unique, you know, how they came into this. Everybody, it didn't start as just, you've always been interested in this. This is always something that you wanted to do. Some things are trial and error. Some things are just word of mouth. Some things are a simple question. Like you said, the beard oil question completely threw you for a loop with something that you were not tapped into directly but after you did some research after you even started to compare the, you knew what you because you could have gotten to that but you could have been somebody who liked the fragrances who liked the smells this could have went a totally different way for you but because you knew from the beginning that that just wasn't something that resonated with you personally it caused you to kind of veer this way a little bit so i think that 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 journey to becoming a business owner becoming an entrepreneur getting involved with your own brand is always unique to said individual but it's so important and it really kind of shape how you move forward with that so kind of going a little bit further about what you said with you know the partnership with the barbershop the partnership with bunker labs people kind of coming into your life or already being in your life, but being able to help 
propel Esteet and really help you, you know, get the word out there. What would you say has been the, or if anything, what's been the biggest form of like, I would say collaboration or partnership when it comes to what you do? I know you said you were talking about the barbershops and he wanted to bring you in there. I know you said that you're a part of the cohort with Bunker Labs. I know you even said you were working with HCC, which I know is a very um, resourceful place with a bunch of resourceful people because we even met a lot of them here on the WeWork side. But what really, when it comes to a steep beard, is this something that you really solely look to do? Just you, just in-house, just with the website and everything that you have going social media wise? Or are you looking for these partnerships to be in stores, to be in your beauty supply shops, to have other people kind of selling the product? So that way, the you know, it's, it's really multiplying with how people are figuring out what you do. Yeah, another, another great question. And um, yeah, um, as as the, the model has continued to develop, um, I think we so it is a family owned business, not just a veteran owned business, family owned business. So the funny thing about that is. When I say family, I'm talking a, a seven-year-old, a, a, a newly uh, turned eight-year, nine-year-old. Sorry, for, for forgive me. Uh, newly turned nine-year-old and eleven-year-old, right? So my kids are seven, nine, and eleven, and um, uh, and my wife. So that that's what makes up the core Aesthete Beard team, right? Uh, so it's funny. I I was talking to my son earlier. Um, we just ordered uh, combs and brushes that we're going to be adding to the store. And and going to be adding to the the uh, uh, to the website and to the markets when we uh, go to the markets. And I was showing my son a picture of 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 the the combs and the brushes, and he's getting excited, right? My kids, the big thing for them are merch, merch. Are we going to have merch, right? You know, from watching all kinds of YouTubers and stuff. And um, but uh, and and videos, can we do right? So they they really want to get involved. The, the biggest way they get involved is is the feedback, right? Their energy and the feedback. Um, but so the, the, the goal is, um, absolutely retail, right? So, um, direct to consumer is, is definitely, um, a, a must, right? Uh, the product needs to get introduced. Um, there, there, there is a niche market. I feel like within the niche market, right? The men's grooming products are a niche market. Um, but despite the fact that they're a niche market, there are, millions uh, of dollars spent on men's grooming products. Um, and so there is a market, um, but I have not come across any products that um, that kind of have the same uh, mission uh, that we do uh, here at Estate Beard Company. And um, so it's still unique, right? And and my, my target audience to begin with, as I say, was the bearded professional because I thought about other clinicians, other therapists, other psychologists, uh, um, hospital workers, um, folks who work in social, the social services industries, right? These, although they're, I don't know if there are any careers that are not um, uh, high stress, right? Any job, uh, regardless of how much we love it, how much, uh, how much fun it might be, has its levels of stress. But I've been in the human services industry for over 20 years, um, and it can absolutely, it's almost, it can be a thankless um, uh, career, right? Uh, we, 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 go, we do our best to serve those in the community and, and don't always get a thank you. As a matter of fact, sometimes, you know, get a little thrown under the bus uh, sometimes, but it's all good. Part of, part of the deal. Um, so that, that was my primary uh, focus and target. So it's almost like a, a niche within a niche, but um, ultimately, absolutely, our goal is to um, uh, get more into business to business, B2B, right? Uh, 
and and get into different markets. So uh, we we are looking at barber shops and and salons. Um, uh, recently reached out to a hotel um, and uh, looking at the possibility of of uh, getting products potentially. And I, I mean, how many bearded men out there would would love to see? Um, go to a hotel for the night, realize they left their uh, grooming products at home, find some beard oil and a beard comb or beard brush to, you know, uh, look good uh, while they're out and about, right? So um, uh, yeah, business to business is definitely uh, something we're looking to uh, move into. And so it's just, you know, it's it's building up to that. I, I know before I we, we look at really launching in that direction, there's still some steps we have to take again, like connecting with a manufacturer, all, all of our, our, our formulations are 100% in-house, right? Um, we don't uh, white label. So we're not uh, getting oils um, uh, products from, from other companies and then slapping our label on them. Uh, I've created all the scent profiles we have. Some of them are, are more simple. Uh, others are more complex. I plan on developing more. I love the complex scent profiles. That's really what I'm I'm going for and moving toward. There's just so much to do um, that I haven't really gotten back to the um, formulations just yet, but that's coming. That's coming. You spoke about two things that I really, I love, honestly. One about the children. So big shout out to them. Happy belated birthday to whoever just turned mm -hmm. But Mateo. I definitely do think Mateo. that that's important. Just having, just being able to have feedback in your life in general is neat. I tell people all the time with the podcast, I need it. Please tell me, like, don't just tell me that you loved it. Don't just yeah. like the episode, share it. Like, tell me, you know, what could have been better? What could we do differently? What could, I'm having my third live event in December and I'm constantly just, you know, thinking of different ideas, writing things down. What can I do here to up the ante? Like for the second event, I got a custom made candle. And I gave it away to somebody. Well, now I feel like, you know, I got to come a little bit harder and then I got to make saying gave some products away from black owned businesses. But it's always important to just have people around you that can give a different perspective. Four mm -hmm. eyes are better than two eyes. You know, four hands are better than two hands. But I think that it's even better in your scenario because these are your children. These are younger people. These are people that are with the times in a sense. Like there are even probably some things that they have kind of brought up to you or they have even shown you or suggested to you and it's just like and well how do you do that or like how does that work or like what are we you know where are we really starting because even with my little brother it, the the social media I, I call them the social media generation there's just so much going on from tiktoks to the the reels to the videos to the youtube to content creation to just in general there's so much to do but especially as a business owner especially to appeal to different people because you know like you said you have that bearded professional. That's kind of the market and the audience that you want to target and who you want to go after. But little do you know, you know, one of your children could give you some insight into this or some insight into, you know, because kids these days, they looking older and older, but are really younger and younger. So it's some kid, you know, in middle school and high school with full beards, like playing football, full chin strength, all of that, you know, going on so they can give you some insight into how to better market to them. God bless you. Or just something a little catchy that'll, you know, help them. Or just, you know, oh, if you put this YouTube video up and you share it here, or you're all good. Uh, all things that you may have not thought of or you may have been later to the game had you not gotten that feedback. So, you know, having them kind of strategically placed and excited for the merge and excited for the cones and the beards, it's all going to come full circle for sure. But then, too, 
the mental health aspect. I think that that is just by far one of the most just important things, especially as men. You know, we see so many times that our women and just people in our lives are encouraging us to just talk and just know that we can confide in them and have a friend in them and faith in them and a listening ear and an open heart and things like that. But it's nothing like being able to hear that from another man. And no offense to my ladies, you know, not at all. You know, we take that very seriously. We embrace that. We appreciate that. We love that, whether we speak on it or not. It's definitely just something that even sometimes we just got to put that pride to the side and just know that it's okay to be heard. It's okay to feel. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not be able to articulate or express yourself. These are all very valid emotions and feelings, but it's nothing like being able to hear it from a counterpart or another guy or somebody who never in a million years would you have thought you would have seen a vulnerable side of them or kind of break down or just anything like that. But the fact that, you know, we can be business owners, we can be nine to fivers, we can be entrepreneurs, we can be family men, we can be professionals, entertainers, rap artists, whatever. They, but it's the end of the day, still be human beings, still have feelings, still put all that to the side when operations are closed, when we clock out and we are us, we are tomorrow, we are Frankie, Mateo, anything like that. You know, we need that. We need that type of presence. So I think that that's such an important aspect of your business and just of your life that you hit on, that you highlight, that you don't negate no matter what you do or where you are, how big this grows or anything. So definitely keep that. But you talked about the scent profiles. Okay, so let's get into it a little bit. How you said you like the complicated things. You said you like to add, you know, you said you like to work hard and work smart at the same time is what it sounds like. You like to give yourself a challenge. So when it comes to the scent profiles, how do you... Where's the motivation behind? Where's the inspiration behind that? Are you constantly just researching things? Are you just trial and error? Are there are the kids involved at all with that? What does that really look like when you're cur curating different scents and just different products to put out there to be marketed? Uh, I think it'd be funny to to hear them uh, respond to that question, right? They get they get over it. Hey, smell this, smell this. What do you think? What do you think? Um, you know, to to my wife, they all smell like alcohol, and it's like what. How, how do you get alcohol right? Um, and, and until I uh, until they're mixed with the uh, with the carrier oils, and then, then that helps out a little. Um, you know, I, it it just depends. Um, you know, again, in all honesty, I have not been in formulation mode for probably a good six months now. Right, I've been in in the mode of um, uh, working on packaging, working on product presentation, working on getting into markets, working on um, making sales, right? Working on um, getting, getting, getting the, the, the job done, getting the, uh, doing the day-to-day -day of, of trying to run a business. Um, so I have not been in that mode and um, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit of a shift because I feel like um, uh, I'm getting to a place where uh it's 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 time right like holiday season you have a lot of companies that come out with holiday scents right uh the pumpkin spice or the right all of these apple pie uh and that's cool i, I don't know that i want to go in that direction right so i'm not inspired necessarily in that way to create the the, the fall season uh blends i think seasonal blends is is definitely a good thing though i think that different seasons invoke um or scents, right? Seasons invoke different moods, scents invoke um, different emotions, right? So um, definitely opportunity to um, use scent to help people shift, shift mood. So for example, um, we, one of the, we have three different lines uh, that we've come up with, right? Three different lines. I, I refer to them, we refer to them as blends. Uh, we have the timeless blends, the urbane blends, and the wellness blends. 
So the timeless blends are meant to be the traditional woodsy uh, scent profiles, which again, um, primarily since we're using essential oils, they're going to have some level of aromatherapeutic value anyway, right? The urbane blends are more of like the, the date night blends, or sometimes I refer to them as like the grown and sexy blends, right? Um, and the wellness blends are scent profile. So combining essential oils that are known to have aromatherapeutic value uh, alone. And when you put them, when you put them together, uh, our calming blend is, is a simple blend, right? It's, it is a simple blend. Um, uh, Texas cedarwood and lavender, both oils that are known in research to help uh, promote mental wellness, right? You won't, you won't really find studies that say um, essential oils definitively do A, B, C, or D, right? Those kinds of um, uh, results are, are uh, they, they use those with um, uh, the medication industry, right? With, with big pharma, big pharma gets the stamp of approval. This medication will absolutely do A, B, C, D. Essential oils, or anything on, on the alternative side, uh, not so much, right? So the, the stamp of approval is really reserved for big pharma. Um, but yeah, research that so you can uh, look up research studies on many essential oils uh, and find what uh, the, the, the folks running the studies have determined, you know, uh, shows uh, the potential for, um, uh, improved mood, um, to reduce anxiety, um, reduce depressive symptoms, stuff like that. So the calming, um, with the lavender and the Texas cedar wood absolutely, um, can be helpful with, uh, can potentially be helpful with, um, helping to kind of ease anxiety, right. Help folks to, to feel a little more calm, a little more relaxed and, and even get to sleep. Both of those oils are known to help people with insomnia or, or are recommended, right? Whether it's diffusing them or putting the oil, uh, a little bit of oil spread on your pillow or sprayed on your pillow um, or put a little, right? A little beard oil in that in that mustache or goatee or beard uh, and, and get that aromatherapeutic value. But um, so, um, um I almost forgot the original question. Um, uh, ultimately, right. So I have not been in in formulation mode, um, but th there's so many combinations. I mean, I, I I guess I get my my inspiration from you know from random things, right? Conversations with folks, um, uh, uh, research online, right? I sometimes I, I might research uh, something like. Uh, essential oils that are are known to be helpful with anxiety, right? And sometimes they'll give those formulations. A lot of the a lot of the combinations of oils that you'll find online are primarily geared toward uh, using in a diffuser, like I have running in the back there, um, with a little bit of uh, frankincense and myrrh, uh, two of my favorite scents. But um, uh, so you know, I might try some of those, but. Um, really, I took I took a number of trainings on learning how to create uh, essential oil formulations, how to create um, the product that that I'm that I make uh, because I wanted to make sure I was doing it correctly, um, and I wanted to make sure that I could replicate the process, repeat the process. Right? It's not helpful if I create a, a scent profile that is amazing, but then can't replicate it. Um, so I definitely took trainings to to learn how to do that. So. Um, the, uh, 
formulations that I have down, I mean, are too uh, converted from drops. Like I might try a couple of drops of this, a couple of drops, and I might open the uh, uh, essential oil bottles and put a couple, smell a couple together, see how this smells, right? Try this. Okay, I kind of like this. Let me put a couple of drops of this, a couple of drops of that, um, and then kind of take it from there, right? But the drops can then be converted to weight um, so that at that point, it doesn't matter what size batch you're making, you can absolutely continue to replicate that that formulation over and over again, which is pretty, it was pretty cool to learn that. Um, uh, but yeah, that that's, um, inspiration comes from everywhere. Um, yeah, everywhere. <laughs> no, I, um, it's something about diffusers too. It's definitely been something I've, I would say I've been introduced to later on in life. Uh, I guess when I became an adult and really had to start buying my own things and making my own room and yeah, house. Pains of growing uh, up. Yeah. You know, you have adult responsibilities. So, but no, they are definitely something that I love. I love how they fill a room. I love the act that sometimes I can't even tell if my diffuser's on because I can't see it. I, I, I kind of got to tell everything to be quiet or silent. I really got to listen to it, but I just love that. But it's calming, you know, even right before I go to sleep, I feel like when I open my room door, oh, I'm ready to go to bed. It's, it's over. It makes the bed just feel more comfortable, makes the room feel darker, cozier. Just it's something about that. So no, I get that. But I also understand what you mean when you say the idea of that inspiration comes in, in so many different forms. There, I was even talking on my previous episode about how some of the content ideas that I get and some of the things that I do and just want to do, it's so random. Like I was even explaining the example about, I was in the gym and literally after I left the gym, something came to me. So I called, I called my friend Sean and I'm like, yo, we got to do this. We got to do that. I'm breathing heavy. I'm walking back, but I'm like, I have to get this out now while I got, I got to write things down. I got a little board that I'm about to set up when we, um, when I get moved into my next spot. So like you said, it can be a conversation. It can be word of mouth. It can be commercial, social media, anything. Sometimes I'll even go to just different sites or click on different things or just maybe take a walk somewhere that I've never walked before or take a different path just to see if anything stands out, just to see if me going off my regular routine will cause something to spark out or motivation or anything like that. So I think that's important. But two, I want to point out something that you said that's very important for my business owners, for my entrepreneurs, for everybody out there. So you said that pretty much the basis of the question was trying to figure out why you, how, no, not even why, how you put together these scents, how you come together with these blends, with color combinations, anything like that, especially for you not wanting the fragrance side of things. But you, you straight up said that you have not been in formulation for six months. That's not to say you have not been doing anything towards your business for six months. Oh, there are no. multiple assets and facets of a business that, like you said, you've been working on merch. You've been figuring out branded packaging. You've been figuring out how to get things word of mouth. Mar, I've even seen you active on social media. Now, granted, I'm just kind of getting around to your social media, but I've, I've seen you kind of, you popped up at the event that Aaron Caldwell and Faven had um, in Ebor and different things like that and kind of showed there and got some great business and shots and stuff like that. So I think that it's important as business owners, as entrepreneurs, creatives, as anything that we realize, look, we may not always be doing what we want to do. We may right. not be always doing even what we feel as though we should be doing, but that's the beauty of entrepreneurship. That's the beauty of business ownership. You dictate and you decide what's going on, how you're going to do this. You know that you haven't been in formulation for six months. Right. You know that, you know, there can definitely be some things 
kind of curate and then you can kind of make happen, you know, you probably could have made something within that six months, but you also know that there were other avenues of your business that you had to tackle and pay attention to. If all you worried about was formulation, 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 well, you would have a lot of products, but maybe your packaging wouldn't be as appealing. So it's nothing like having a fire product, something that you, you, you put your all into and then you get it. And it's just like, sometimes that's the first thing we see, a box, a package, when you open it up. I'm not gonna lie, it's nothing like, everybody loves that excitement. You open it up, you, you, oh, I got a package, da, da, da. But it's nothing like the insides of it or the branding of it or the personalized notes or even having your name on it or just the color of it or just anything with it that so many people don't realize that as consumers, we resonate with. Sometimes people straight up just continue to shop and continue to return because they resonate with it. Or and hit out to you know it just hit you know you just you, you hit a focal point that another business owner wasn't doing or you went above and beyond the extra mile you did something that i wasn't even expecting that now is making me look at other retailers or other big consumers like wow well y'all gotta step it up frankie is you know he's really taking approachable approach he's making me not forget his steep beer by any means necessary and i think that that's important as business owners as entrepreneurs look there are different things that you have to focus on at different points in your life. Don't don't make it seem like six months. Yes, to some, it's a very long time. Six months move by just like that. I honestly met Frankie in July. It's about to be six months at, since I've met him. And let's be very frank here. January will be six months. So that's just, you know, November is about to be gone. It's about to be Thanksgiving before we know it. Then Christmas is here. Then the ball is dropping. We're right back January 1st. We're 2023 now. So, you know, the, the but over the course of six months, you put in extra work to show for that. And I think that as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, that's something that's crucial. It's, it's nothing like, you know, being able to step aside from one thing but pay attention towards another thing. Not, you know, you may have lost some motivation. You may have even looked one day and been like, I, I could be in formulation. I could be making some things happen, but you didn't steer away from your business a hundred percent. And I think that that's it. That no, is the most important. Not, yeah. not, not, not easy to do. Um, and, and I agree hundred percent with everything you're saying, but you know what, that is, that's the beauty of entrepreneurship, right? That's, that's what draws me to entrepreneurship. I mean, I love the creative process. Like I said earlier, I love to uh, be creative, to develop, to, um, uh man I, I i mean i find inspiration everywhere and um I, to since being on my own the first time in 2012 uh is when i launched off in private practice um man uh, in private practice i thought to myself i hope i never have to work for anyone else again because i when I was working for myself, I couldn't imagine working for someone again, right? I'd hoped that um, I wouldn't have to go back to work for someone else. And based on how things panned out, um, I'll tell you what, God is good. And God knows a heck of a lot more than me uh, because the way things went, I ended up with the VA and here I am today. Um, and actually, uh, it's funny, I had a conversation with Aaron one time and 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 we were talking about what's to come and, and where uh, a steep beard company, you know, what direction I want to go with it. And, and, or we as a family want to go with it. And um, ultimately I told them, listen, man, I, I don't know. Right. Like um, we do have a vision. We have an idea of the direction we want to go, but for all we know, God is going to take us in another direction. Right. Uh, this may be a stepping stone uh, to something else. That's the, that's the awesome thing about entrepreneurship, right? We, you have the ability to be creative. Uh, you get to create, you get to, um, uh, build, you get to develop, you get to, um, man, I, I don't know 
I'm a worker, right? I am a worker. I'm someone who, who, who is not always all that comfortable sitting on my hands. You will never find me at my house on the couch, right? I'm just not that guy. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just not me. I'm someone who uh, am, I've always feel driven to, to do more, to continue to do. Uh, and, and, and in the clinical world and in the, um, in the clinical world, they like to say it's, it's sometimes important to, to just be right. Stop being, stop, stop doing and start being, and there's something to that. Absolutely. Uh, and, and I make time for that, right. I absolutely make time to be because that's important. I make time to, um, to, to dig into the word of God, to figure out, um, to, to get answers, to get answers to life, right. To get direction. Um, so there are things that I definitely do for me, but the point is, is that, I, I, I do. I feel driven. And, you know, I've spent so many years working to help other people build their dreams. Um, there, there's just something to be said for an opportunity um, to take time to start working on your dreams. Um, so entrepreneurship is an awesome thing. It's an amazing thing. I mean, I, my job with the VA right now is to help veterans find employment. And if it was up to me, I'd be steering every one of them into entrepreneurship. Uh, but the truth is, is it's also not for everyone. It is a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work. I have a buddy. It's funny. He put out a, uh, uh, it's probably a TikTok video, but I saw it on on um, uh, Instagram um, where he's kind of uh, joking around, you know, th there's the audio in the background. Um, I wanted to work for myself. I was tired of the nine to five and I wanted to work for myself. Now I work 24 hours a day, right? <laughs> right? It, it's true. Entrepreneurship is not an easy thing, but boy, is it rewarding, right? It, it, it all depends on what your goals are. So, so. Most definitely. Uh, even that takes me back to the conversation I had with Aaron on the podcast. We came on here and we basically both concluded that anybody can be an entrepreneur, simply put, just like you said, but it is not for everybody. Like, right. it definitely... Some people have to be nine to five. Some people you just need. It's nothing wrong with that. I'm a nine to five. Yeah. I want to be. I want to be a full time entrepreneur. Some folks want to work hard, hang it up, go home, and just relax. And that's it, They're right? You know, nothing wrong with that. And it's nothing wrong with earning a hard, honest living doing that. You know, you that, especially if it's something that you love to do, that you've studied, that you were in school for, whatever the case may be. If you're enjoying it, or if it's paying the bills, feeding the family, whatever you needed to do, if it's doing that perfectly fine but like you said there are people out there you know who want to operate in a different space i won't even really say go that extra mile in a sense because it makes it kind of seem like entrepreneurship is kind of above the no we're all kind of working and, and moving and grooving in our own different ways but some people just like to veer and often take different roads and different paths and different travel so i i think that but like you said i think that that's so important that differentiation sometimes because like you said if it was up to you with the VA, you would tell everybody, hey, this is the path, this is the way to go. Look, I'm not telling you to do it how I did it, but I'm telling you that it can be done. So, but I also think that, you know, a very important realization with that is also too, what works for you and what doesn't. There, It's, it's nothing like, you know, trying to embrace this space and, and really move into the business ownership world and things like that. And just realizing that, you know, there are certain things that are not for you. Some people are just meant to really be on the team or be that component or be that integral part and not really be that owner or the delegator or the the one who's calling the shots and everything some people like to more so be behind the scenes some people would rather be on the scene so it's definitely a lot of 
differentiation and things. So, a, lot, a lot of moving parts. A lot, a lot of, do, do you mind if I, let me, if you don't mind, I want to plug something in really quickly is that, you know, and, 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 but it's, it's also never too late, right? I'm a lot of moving parts like you're talking about, but I know that there are probably folks out there who, who feel like, you know, they've made bad decisions in their lives. And, and so because of those bad decisions, there, there's, there couldn't be a chance, right? There, there's no, no way they could ever really get into entrepreneurship because, uh, their past may be preventing them from uh, moving forward, right? You know, I'll I'll, I'll say that I'm I'm a person. Um, I I consider myself to be a person in long term recovery. Okay, I got sober in in uh, 2004, uh, and uh, that's when my life really really started. Right, I'm 29. Right, two months away from my 30th birthday, and I wake up one morning hungover, broke, no money in my pocket. Right, I borrowed another hundred dollars from my mother. Um, and, uh, uh, and, and she told me when she gave me that hundred dollars, she said, Frankie, that's it, man. That's it. Right. I was in between jobs. Right. So I, I always worked, I always worked, but I happened to be in between jobs and I've been borrowing money. I had an ex-girlfriend visiting me from, from Canada and, uh, and I'm spending money that I don't have. And she's like, that, that's it, man. I can't do anything more for you. And, um, uh, woke up that morning, hung over, um, I look over, to the side and I'm like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I've been on this roller coaster, right? Uh, I have a stepfather who um, uh, is at the time he was 36 years sober, right? In uh, through um, uh, a recovery program. And uh, I, I picked up the phone, I gave him a call. I'm like, listen, I'm done, I'm done. What, what do you suggest? And he said, well, I suggest when you get back, back home, right? I had an apartment in Orlando and I was going back and forth. Um, uh, check out a meeting, go to a meeting. Uh, so I went ahead and did that. And that was the beginning of, of, of that journey. Um, so, so this is the interesting thing, right? I, I, I get sober. I'm, I'm, I'm angry with God, angry with life, angry with the world, pissed off at myself because I felt like I'd thrown away so much of my life. Right. Um, you know, I, despite the fact that I grew up in the projects, I went to private school for a number of years until, uh, until I got myself kicked out of that school, but that's a whole nother story. And, um, but I, but I had an opportunity to see the, the, the other side of life and how these kids lived and w which was, uh, I, I needed to see that. Right. Um, so why not me? Right. Why not me? Why can't I have what they have? Um, and so I think that's part of what, what drove me. Um, but so, through that process of finding recovery, right? Doing the work, because believe me, there's work to be done, right? Whether you're in recovery or not, because we're all in recovery from something, right? I, I'm gonna tell you now, uh, I, I could tell you this as a non-therapist, right? <laughs> we are all in recovery from something. Uh, it's just a matter of whether we are willing to acknowledge that we have a problem or what that problem is and, and trying to figure out what we need to do to move forward, where we need to get the the help, the support. You you were talking about that earlier. You know, uh, as as men, as I I can say as a Latin male, you might be able to say as a black male, but I would I would venture to say that it doesn't matter where you're from, your background, your ethnicity, your your the, the color of your skin, your race, religion, right? It doesn't matter. As men, we're raised to and for the most part to believe that we need to be self sufficient. We need to figure it out. We need to do it on our own. Right. Um, and and although there's something to that, there's something to pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. The truth is, is, is I, I tell you what, I don't know too many people that have done it alone. Right. 
Uh, I love listening to business podcasts and and listen to people tell their stories about how they got from point A to point B. Um, you know, and, and occasionally, you know, I'll hear some ego, uh, but you know, it's 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 a rarity that I don't hear um, people talk about the people around them that lifted them up, right? Uh, in this recovery program, you know what what I what I like to say, and I've heard it said by others as well, and it it was absolutely true for me that you know I found people that were willing to love me until I could learn to love myself, right? And that was huge. That was huge. Uh, and through that process, angry with God, right? Um, man, man, did did going through that uh, going through the recovery process, doing the work that's required. Uh, as as you're going through the recovery process and the work never ends. I just want to be clear about that. I don't want to say it as though my work has ended. I'm done. I hung it out because I'm good to go now. Not 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 at all the case, right? Because I'm human. Uh, we are all susceptible to relapse, to backsliding, whatever you want to call it. Um, those those demons are, are 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 always there, right? They're always there, and they're always they they're always calling. Uh, if uh, if we're not vigilant and and doing what we need to do, but it's it's amazing that going through the process I went through, how that process brought me back to a relationship with God, right? Uh, um, something I never thought would happen, right? My very first meeting, I looked up at the at the walls where they had the steps and traditions, and I'm like, can't do that one. Any any step with God, can't do that one. Can't do that one. I'll do that one. I might do that one, right? Uh, recovery a la carte. And uh, I found out that that's not not that's not how it works, right? Not how it works. So became willing to do the work, and and um, and yeah, that little did I know what what that would do for me. I met my wife when I was about two and a half years sober, and you know it, it, what an amazing thing that my wife has never seen me touch alcohol, right? My kids have never seen daddy drink, right? Amazing. I can tell you that had I been drinking, there's no way in the world I'd be with my wife. My, my wife is, she's not the one. It's not going to happen. Um, not going to happen. And so, um, uh, so again, God knew what he was doing because that wouldn't have happened uh, if I were still in that, in that, uh, that part of my life. But yeah, um, all, all of that to, to say um, that it, it's possible, man, it's, it's, it's possible. Listen, I have not arrived, right? Um, I'm not sitting on top of the world. We're not making millions of dollars and, and that may or may not come. I'll be honest with you. That's not my biggest concern. The fact that I have an opportunity to teach my kids about entrepreneurship, right? Teach them what, what, what it, what it, what it takes, what it means to own a business, to, 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 um, uh, to, to coddle a business, to, to develop it a little bit at a time, right? And put, Put everything into it. Put put your life into it. Uh, I mean, balanced life, right? But what an amazing thing that was! What really when I left the treatment program, I didn't think I'd ever go back into business for myself. I was happy to have a nine to five job. It was like reverse. I was happy to have a nine to five. I go home. I don't have to worry about anything. Uh, but like I said, that's not my personality. So after after a good seven eight months, I started getting itchy and started looking around. But um, you know, but also because I spent so much time building up to that program, right? Building that program, policies and procedures, framework of the building that program. I was working six, seven days a week, and 
I missed a part of my kids, you know, growth and development. I missed them, right? I'd see them in the morning, drop them off at school. By the time I got home at night, they'd be asleep, right? I'm not doing that right now. That's not what this is about, right? This is about teaching, right? And, and, and having fun with it. Because I'll tell you what, I thoroughly enjoy um, what I'm doing in this business. And, and, and the idea that I still have an opportunity uh, to impact others in a positive way, right, um, is, a, is a bonus, right? That's just a benefit. So um, it, it, not for everyone, but definitely possible, right? Definitely possible. We all, we all, we all make mistakes in life. Just don't give up. If there's anyone out there interested in entrepreneurship, you have an idea that you want to develop and coddle and grow. And there are resources out there, many programs. If you're a veteran, you have Bunker Labs, you have the Strive program at HCC. There are other programs out there, the SBDC, the uh, Hillsborough County, um, uh, man, I always forget the name, um, uh, Lynn, Lynn, if you're out there, um, a lot, a lot of programs out there, a lot of resources. It is possible. You just have to take the initiative to do it and, and try to surround yourself with people who are willing to help um, and, and that are going to support you along the way. People who can help to love you until you can learn to love yourself, right? That's important, man. I think you are definitely a walking example of a transformation that's possible when you really apply yourself and you really want for yourself. A lot of times, that's really just what it is. We can talk about things. We can speak things into existence as much as we want. And if we don't want it, it's just not going to happen. Like you said, somebody can want something. I've wanted people to succeed more than they've wanted their own selves to succeed. And have they succeeded? No, just because, you know, their want is not there per se, or it's a shaky one, or it's an inconsistent one, or it's a when you want, not, it should just be a constant. And like you said, it definitely looks different for everybody. It's it's balanced with it too, because you know, we're not just gonna expect you to just go all wake up, just go all in, just make it happen. But you do have to wake up and start somewhere and take something serious, take strides and take steps to getting on that better life. Because like you said, had you still been in the space that you were years ago, you wouldn't be married to the woman who you are now. Who knows where your kids would be? Who knows if a steep would even be a thing? So the fact that you know how one decision, how one transformation, how one choice, how one want can bring you all the way to this, I think it's amazing. I think it's beautiful, but it also just goes to show the process, the beauty in it all. The fact that, you know, the life is yours to live and you can live it on your own terms. You can live it definitely on some regrettable terms and waking up and just not realizing what's going on and why are you like this? Or you can live it on, you know, you wake up excited, you wake up ready to work, you wake up just motivated, driven to make things happen. And I think, you know, ultimately the choice is yours. There are a lot of just circumstances and situations that can play a part in that, but ultimately it's your one, your choice. So what's next? I, I hear so much about what you're doing. I, I see you involved in so many just different things and I see you even plugging in so many of the different resources that you have to others to take advantage of and to make available. So I would definitely tell, especially all my veterans to definitely tap into what he's doing, to, to what he's a part of Bunker Labs, a great program. I've been able to see two different cohorts now and interview people from both of them. So thinking about his feet, thinking about the children being involved, thinking about everything that you've talked about from branding to packaging to a, a little break from formulation to 
um, speaking at events, at shops, pop-up shops, and just different things like that. What can the people be expected? Obviously, you know, I don't want to spoil any surprises or think about anything that you may have coming up thinking about the year ending Q4. But I also, I love the podcast because I like to pull things out of people. I like to see, you know, what you got going on for the people who are new. What can they, you know, I want I want to keep them around with a speed. I don't want this to just be a one-time thing. I want them to be following up. I want them to be making sure that, you know, for as much as you're holding yourself accountable, they are holding you accountable just as well, but all in good nature because they want you to succeed. So what can the people expect? Any new products, any new branding material, any new collaborations, any space that you're even trying to get involved in or maybe even doing a little bit more research on that we can look forward to? Ah, man, that question makes my head spin. Uh, but another good, quite great question. Um, you know, r really quickly, my son, my nine-year-old was in here today in this office. This is my office. So this is my uh, private side. That's my uh, VA side. And so I, I sometimes slide back and forth, right? I stay busy, but he was in here. I was helping him with homework. And, and as we were talking about the different products, he's like, you know, dad, you know, it would be a good idea if, if you did something Christmassy with the logo and maybe put like a Christmas hat on it. Right. Or lights. Like he, it's like, man, that is an awesome idea, kid. Thank you for that. Right. Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm going to look into that. Um, so what, what an awesome thing, man, to be able to, to, to collab in that way with family. Um, but yeah, no, a lot, a lot of, a lot of ideas, a lot of thoughts, a lot of things that, that we're looking into, and that we've already started, as I said at the beginning, finally, um, uh, we're getting ready to uh, launch some uh, beard brushes and beard combs, which is is awesome to have. Those accessories, they're a must anyway, right? If you're if you're if you're a man with a beard, uh, you don't just put beard oil in. Um, which please know, uh, we didn't get too much into this, but please know the beard oil is not just for the hair, right? The beard oil is as much for the skin, if not more than the hair, because as a beard, as a man's beard grows, it depletes the skin of the natural oils. Uh, and that's what tends to cause the beard itch, beard dandruff, dry flaky skin, just a lot of issues with it, with, with, with the beard, which is why a lot of men end up uh, cutting it off. I mean, at the same time, it also helps to moisturize and condition the hair, right? But um, so it moisturizes and conditions the skin and the hair, uh, especially with the with the carrier oils that we use, which are you know you can go to the website, take a look. Um, we're, we're we're very transparent, um, and what you see is what you get, right? Eight carrier oil blend, starting with argan oil, uh, ending with vitamin E oil, right? All of the oils are tremendous, have tremendous health properties for the skin and the hair in the face, right? So after I put it in my beard, man, I'm rubbing it on my face and my hair, right? Because it's all natural, awesome awesome uh, ingredients. But um, uh, we, we finally were able to launch uh, sample sizes, right? So not only do we have the one ounce bottles, but we have sample sizes uh, and sample packs, right? You can buy a sample pack. Uh, so if you want to try uh, a number of the oils, that's how I started. When I was buying from other companies, I didn't want to commit, right, to one bottle because I didn't know if I was going to like it or not, right? So I would buy sample kits or sample sizes from companies, and and that helped me get a feel for what I what I would like and what I what I didn't. But now getting into the the, the brushes, the combs, um, uh, and and we we have a few other things that we're looking at uh, that that I won't disclose just yet. Um, I, I can say that we're we're looking at working with another vendor, another small business. Uh, 
company uh, that I met through the uh, Ebor City Saturday Market, which is um, where I tend to set up every Saturday, for the most part, every Saturday. That's kind of like my home market. Um, awesome, awesome group of folks. Again, anyone out there who uh, has a small business and looking to set up, great place to start. It's the only um, nonprofit uh, market in, in I, I believe, in Florida. Um, so it's very reasonably priced for um, vendors and uh, um, awesome place to be. The vendors very supportive, the whole nine. Uh, it's like a like a family. Been there for a year now. Um, uh, so another vendor that I met there who makes a product, um, who we're looking at collab uh, collaborating uh, on some things. Um, and uh, let me see, uh, uh, Mr. Caldwell uh, connected me with another veteran-owned business out in Texas. Um, uh, moms cater to mom, uh, cater to mom, cater to moms, uh, believe it's singular cater to mom, um, uh, where they, they put together gift boxes, uh, for started with primarily for women. Uh, the owner as a, as a new mom, uh, had issues with, um, postpartum depression and, and kind of was going through some things and, and felt like, you know, most of the attention is paid to the baby, not the mom. And so as she was working through her stuff, uh, from what I've read, we, we've had some some communication, but um, uh, developed this idea, you know, uh, putting gift boxes together for moms and, and that started taking off. So she's looking at doing uh, cater to dad boxes as well and and is interested in using uh, putting a seat. Uh, beard oils um, in the cater to dad boxes exclusively, which is pretty awesome. So that's that's a collab that's in the works. Uh, so check out cater to mom, uh, cater to moms. Maybe moms. It's either, it's either mom or moms, man. I forget, but you'll find it. You'll find it. Definitely find her on Instagram. Um, and so let's see what else. I mean, uh, again, I've reached out to a hotel. Going to be reaching out to some folks. Um, and new scent profiles to come. I'd say within the next three to six months, I will definitely be putting out some some new and hopefully some nice, complex, um, very interesting scent profiles. And maybe maybe I can explain what I mean by that at another time. I think I'm uh, uh, talking quite a bit tonight, but um, yeah. That's all in, you know, that's all in the purpose of the interview. But no, from what it sounds like, you're working. Even... Yeah. Behind the scenes, you're working, even at Ebor City, you're working, even in Texas, you're working and getting it out there. So I think that that's important. But another testament to just show that, you know, one, when you surround yourself with like-minded individuals, what they'll do for you, Aaron, like you said, is somebody who will give you everything that he has to ensure your success, your prosperity, and he wants nothing in return for it. And I think that that's even it, it, it almost makes you how selfless he is just makes you want to just bless him in, in any way or any capacity that you can. But you know that he really just does it from the heart, from the love. But for me, just hearing everything that you're thinking about, just from the even something as small as because as soon as you said the Christmas hat, I'm in my head like. Hey, well, a couple of logos would look good with my I'm thinking like, wow, he, that was a very good idea. And you know, it's just something so small like that, but had you not asked him or talked to him, but you know, holidays are big growing up, especially with kids and children from school to just the dress up. Like even as I was walking after I parked uh, yesterday, I'm seeing all the kids dressed up and walking to school with the lunch bags and the book bag at eight in the morning, just, you know, but so for that, that gave me an idea. I was like, wow, I dropped the episode 
or I recorded an episode yesterday. Why didn't I put a costume on? Like, why didn't I? You know, it's just little things that I just even think about. But now I just started my December promotion. So big shout out to your children for that. When I drop the December promotion, I will credit them because they are the reason why I'm going to make this happen the way it awesome. is. So they got my word on that. But awesome. nonetheless, I love to hear that, you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you're making connections, you're being intentional about what you're doing. But, you know, at the end of the day, the product speaks for itself as someone who puts it on their face because that was something that you told me when you gave me the product because me and Aaron were asking like can we just do this all over I'm quick to just I'll give it here and then I'll give the little you know and it just feels good I'll rub it around I'll do everything like that so I will definitely back you up on that just to say that you know it'll revitalize it'll moisturize it'll nourish the skin sure. sure and it's that all it's that all natural and whether it's 75 74 76 it's, it's organic. So use it, definitely <laughs> tap in. And like you said, I'm excited now. We've got the new scent profiles coming. So I'm going to definitely have to tap back in. Like I said, I've still been using mine. It's still been lasting me, just like you said, since you gave it to me in July. And here we are in November. So for those of y'all who don't really realize that, that's four months. He told me it, it'll last six months. It'll, it, it's going to last me into next year. I'm already seeing that. So depending on how much you use, I, yeah. I just want to um, throw that caveat out. There. I'm not going to lie. Like last month, I was looking, I was like, wow. You know, it's getting a little, it's getting a little, I, I, I might've went a little crazy last night. I was moving around a lot after a shower or just anything like that. I just love that even in the morning before I head out to work after I wash my face and stuff, definitely need that. But I love to hear that, you know, there are definitely some things in the works. There are some things that are already being worked on, cater to moms, cater to dads. I think that that's important. And big shout out to them. Definitely going to look them up and connect with them because I would love to dive deeper into that venture as well. But I just love everything that you have going on, Frankie, just from the time that we met to just now to just being able to see you each week with WeWork and with Bunker Labs and just everything that's going on. So definitely encouraging you, definitely extending my arm to support, extending down to businesses reach and everything that we can do to get you tapped in to make sure that you're getting the exposure and everything because you're doing the work. The product, like I said, speaks for itself and you're very personable with it too. So it's no doubt in my mind that there are people out there, whether they shop with you, whether they just come for education, collaboration, anything like that, they'll definitely get something good out of it. So before we officially close out, before I tell people where they can find you, website, social media, anything like that, do you feel like there's any last words that you want to leave for the people out there, whether they be business owners, entrepreneurs, whether they just be people tapping in, anything you feel like we haven't really touched on today that you want people to know about Estee, about you, about what's coming, veterans, anything? Uh, the, you know, the biggest thing that stands out is is uh, just, just be true to you. Um, you know, um, again, as, as we were talking about entrepreneurship being accessible to, to anyone, I mean, literally anyone, um, man, just don't give up on yourself. Uh, just, just keep, keep moving forward. I, I love to tell people, man, I, I just, I, I, I try to do the next right thing to the best of my ability one day at a time. And so long as I do that, <laughs> excuse me, in, in my own walk, uh, do my best to honor God, um, uh, that things work out, right? We, we have a tendency, especially going into the holidays, we have a tendency to uh, overstress ourselves, uh, spread ourselves too thin. Um, and, it, you know, the truth is, uh, it's not just me and my own life experience. I guarantee any one of you who reflects back on your your life experiences, we, we have a tendency to awfulize, right? To, to just ca catastrophize Everything is a big deal. Everything, oh my goodness, worst case scenario, right? The sky is falling. Um, but if you look back, right? I know for me, 
I can't think of one instance in my life where things played out as badly as 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 I played them out in my head, right? And so, um, you know, if 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 you can at a minimum, if you can keep that in the forefront of your mind, just recognition that things work out, man. If if you can, you know, we make mistakes, but if you can stop and do your get 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 the help you need and do the next right thing to the best of your ability, one day at a time. You know, you 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 have an opportunity to make things. Things have a, an opportunity to work out with or without you, right? Um, so just you know, try, try to be easy. Um, yeah, um, I'm always open to feedback. So if anyone has any thoughts, uh, questions, um, especially thoughts uh, as it relates to product, or you want to give some kind of feedback, listen. I had a conversation with a coworker today with j- just about that. Like, listen, you're not my supervisor. It doesn't matter. You have feedback for me, please give it to me because I need it, right? I I I want to be the best version of me. I, I want to do better today than I did yesterday. I want to do better tomorrow than I did today. And I can't do that without feedback, right? So please open to it, open to it. And then just a shout out to, uh, I, I want to name my kids to so my my youngest, Noah, um, uh, seven, uh, Mateo, my middle son, and, and, and my oldest, uh, uh, the princess of the house, uh, Alessandra, who we call her by her middle name, Sao, Saori. Uh, my, my wife is half Japanese, so uh, all of our kids have uh, Japanese middle names. And, and uh, so uh, we call her by her middle name. And, uh, and, and my uh, awesome, supportive, strong, beautiful wife, Cecilia, thank you for uh, all of your love and support because uh, this 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 thing wouldn't be where it, where it is without you. So thank you for your love and support. I love all of that. Amen to that. I don't think anyone has ever ended the episode with a shout out. So you are the first to set that trend. So I love that. But no, it definitely pays dividends to, you know, just recognize that the brand, you, everything wouldn't be functioning, wouldn't be running and, and everything without, you know, a solid foundation. So I love to hear that, you know, you were able to get this family involved and stay locked in, stay interested, but I'm sure also there have been some learning points, some pain points, but some fun things. And you know, there's so much, the sky is definitely the limit and then some for y'all. So I'm excited to see it. So the last but most important thing of them all, the people need to know where to find you. What's the social media, what's the website, best places to reach you for people who want to shop, find out more, give me everything you got. All right. Website is the www.estetebeard.com. I'm going to go ahead and do it in the phonetic alphabet. Uh, It can be a difficult word. E as in echo, S as in Sierra, T as in tango, H as in hotel, E as in echo, T as in tango, E as in echo, beard, E-S-T-H-E-T-E, beard.com, and social media handle at at estetebeard. we tried to keep it simple. So definitely check us out. Um, uh, I, we try to put out uh, stuff that's that's uplifting, motivational, inspi- inspirational, um, and hopefully that's working based on some of the, um, at least the impressions we get um, uh, seem, seem to indicate that, that that's the case. But yeah, please uh, check us out. Uh, welcome to feedback. I'm, I'm open to feedback, so I definitely welcome it. And, and thank you. Uh, tomorrow for the opportunity to come on your podcast. I know we talked about it a little bit and and I was, uh, this isn't my, I'm, I'm not the, 
I don't like to to be out there like this. And so uh, this is not my comfort zone. And uh, but I definitely appreciate the opportunity to come out and do this. Um, love what you're doing. And I'm going to be following, continuing to follow your work as well. And please let me know how I can, uh, you know, support you in, in, in your work as well. Absolutely. Much love. I thank you. I, it, it was so timely The when you stopped at the desk and I literally showed you the paper that I had with your name on it. They said, you'll be hearing from me. So, you know, God doesn't make mistakes, man. He definitely brings people. And That's brings for sure. Exactly how it should happen. So as grateful as you are for me, I'm tenfold grateful for you and just coming on here and sharing the platform with me and giving my viewers something to, you know, look forward to, look into, shop with, collaborate with and everything. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what comes from this and what we continue to do both separately and then collaboratively. So to, like a winner. to Frankie, to his feet, to the children, the wife, the family, everybody, thank you. We appreciate y'all. We are definitely supporting y'all, rooting for y'all all the way and let us know how down the business can be of assistance to everyone else out there. Continuously shows love, continuously taps in, gives us feedback, makes it happen, supports the vision, everything like that, shops with us, comes to the events. It doesn't go, you know, unaccounted for. It doesn't go ingrained. We, we appreciate, we see it all. We love it all. And, you know, just stick with us most importantly. So this has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.